Welcome to the Directors Club podcast, exclusively for child care center owners and directors. I'm Noelle Dentino, ex-corporate girl turned child care center owner with my sister, Sarah. We established Scribble Time as a leader in our community for the past 18 years. And as owners of a 114 student center, we have tried and tested all the systems necessary for a high quality early education center. And through this podcast, we aim to share our expertise and best practices with fellow child care center owners and directors. Together, we'll explore practical tips and tools to boost enrollment, hire exceptional teachers, and manage your center proficiently. Whether you're new to the field or a seasoned professional, I'm here to support you in achieving your objectives. So let's unlock the full potential of your child care center. Hey there, it's Noelle from the Directors Club. And I want to welcome you to something I haven't done in a while is a three-part podcast. So over the next three podcasts that I release, it's going to be a series called Building a Financial, I can't even say it, Building a Financially Sustainable Child Care Center, Understanding Financial Strategies for Owners and Directors. Now, years ago, I didn't know that much about money. Like I could run my budget take care of the the bookkeeping and all that, but didn't really understand all the ins and outs of finance. And I decided to dive into the world of um, cash management and financial statements and all the things. And I have learned so much that have helped me operate my childcare center. And we're in a stronger financial position than I think that we would have been if we hadn't spent a little time in this area. So I hope that you learned something. I want you to make sure that you follow this podcast because it's three parts. So today we're going to be talking about budget like a boss, crafting the perfect child care center financial plan. Now, tax time's over. So for many corporations, many child care centers that file as corporations, tax time was March 15th. And then personal taxes were just are going to be due in the next few days. And we think that we're done with taxes. We think we're done with our money for another year and we're going to move forward. But that's wrong because now is the perfect time to start fresh with understanding your finances and preparing for the next year to come. So this is episode one in a three-part money series. And in this series, we're going to dive deep into the financial side of running a thriving child care center. I'm going to give you insider tips, expert advice, and a few real-life cases along the way to inspire and empower you. We'll cover everything from creating a foolproof budget to mastering tuition management is a big one. I know a lot of you have. And exploring cost-saving measures that don't compromise quality. I want to equip you with practical strategies, creative solutions, and most importantly, the confidence to make informed decisions that drive your center's growth and success. So my friend, let's buckle up and get ready for an incredible adventure through the world of child care center finances. Together, we're going to transform your center into a financially strong and sustainable haven for yourself, the children, families, and staff. So in this episode, Budget Like a Boss, we'll be exploring the importance of crafting a well-planned budget for your center. A solid budget is crucial for allocating resources effectively, ensuring financial stability and growth, and ultimately providing the high-quality care. 
We'll dive into the components of a budget, including your revenue sources like tuition and fees, as well as expenses, such as all the costs that you have. Additionally, I'm going to share some tips for creating a realistic and flexible budget that meets your center's unique needs. And we'll discuss the importance of regularly reviewing and adjusting your budget to adapt to changes and challenges, as well as some software and tools to streamline the process. So before we dig into the content, you're going to need a few things. The first thing you're going to need is your profit and loss statement that you gave your accountant or tax preparer to have your taxes done recently. You're going to need that. The second thing that you're going to need is a system to create the budget. So you can use something like a software pack program like QuickBooks or Peachtree. I also know that some of the child care center software packages do come with a financial component. So you're looking for an option to create a budget. That's like what you need. Other things that work for this process is an Excel spreadsheet. You can go into Excel and you can ask it for a budget template and it will set it right up for you or something like Google Spreadsheets. And then the third thing that you may need, if you are a member of the Directors Club, I want you to log, log into the on-demand portal and under the money tab, you're gonna find the new link for this three-part series. I created a workbook for you so that you could have all your next step checklists done. And you'll also find the budget template in Excel if you wanna get a head start, as well as a few example budgets just to help you. If you're not a member, you can head to the show notes. There's a link and I would love to help you gain more financial literacy and all the other fun things that our members get. So creating a well-planned budget is essential for allocating resources effectively and ensuring the financial stability and growth of your child care center. A good budget serves as a roadmap for your financial decision-making and helps you anticipate challenges and opportunities. So here are some steps that you can do to build your budget. The first thing you need to do is you need to determine what your revenue sources are. And that's like the easy part. So you're going to identify all the sources of revenue, which is income. It's when people pay you. So what make a list of all the things people pay you for. So that could be things like tuition, fees, maybe lunch, drop-in care, any grants that you receive from anybody any fundraising money that you get throughout the year, if anyone donates any money to you during the year, those types of things. So you need to create this list of all the things that you earn money for. The second thing that we're going to do is now we're going to estimate how much revenue you can expect from each of your revenue sources by month. So this can be based on historical data of the business that you've been operating for a while. So what you're going to do is each month, you're going to estimate how much you think you will make under each revenue source. So when you have a software program like QuickBooks, I can go into the budget and I can say, create a new budget for 2023-2024 school year. And then I can say, use last year's data. And then if I think last year is going to be similar to this year. And it's also a great jumping off point. Another way you can estimate your revenue sources is month by month. Just think of you full right now. So say you're full in April, you're probably going to be full in May, most likely June, and then July and August come. And I know that some centers dip in those times. So that's when the revenue budget, it's when you'd estimate that you'd get a dip. And then maybe you come back up in September. 
So go month by month. January, what do you think you're going to make? February. And it's, a, it's an estimate. This isn't perfect. And so next episode, what we're going to talk about is I don't want you to sit now and think, I don't have any fees or I don't have a drop-in care program. So meet and start exploring that. We'll dig into that next episode. Whatever digital tracking system you're going to use, like QuickBooks, I want you to go in and I want you to enter all the revenue that you think you're going to make for the year for all the different line items. And then we're going to do the exact same exercise to identify your fixed expenses. What expenses do you have every month at the center? Do you obviously have rent and insurance and utilities and salaries and gloves and wipes and whatever else that you purchase? So I want you to go in and estimate your the amount of money that you're going to spend to cover those expenses every month. And then the fifth thing that we're going to do is we're going to look at variables, especially with the expenses, to see what can fluctuate depending on what level of business. Maybe like for me and my sister, I think it's in April, it's in February, like our insurance isn't that monthly payment. We have to give a big lump sum in February. And then for the rest of the year, we just pay our normal amount. So I need to make sure on my line item for insurance that it's, say it's $500 a month. And then all of a sudden in February, it's going to be $1,000. So I need to adjust February to show that it's going to be $1,000. So go through all your expenses and look at what goes up, what goes down. If you're struggling with, oh, you don't know what the salaries are going to be. I just simply take all the employees, I multiply how many hours they typically should work during the week by their salary, add in the taxes, the tax rate, and then I multiply that by four weeks or five weeks, depending on how many pay periods in the month. And that should give you a really solid plan for your salaries. So next, what we're going to do is this software package, you're going to have all your revenue in there and all your expenses. It's going to end up providing you with a budget and you're going to print this and it's going to show you for January, you said that you were going to make a hundred thousand and your expenses were a hundred and five thousand. So you're at a loss, right? Or maybe some months you're at a hundred and your expenses are 80,000. So you're going to be able to see based on what you're estimating for the whole year, where you're going to need cash. And we're going to get into that a third episode and maybe next episode too. Talk about money and tuition in the next two. So the profit and loss number each month is expected, is that expected cash that you should be getting. And so this is your cash flow statement. And a cash flow statement shows the flow of cash in and out of the business over a period of time, typically like we're doing this for a year. So you can use your estimated revenue expenses to create this cash flow statement that shows everything that you should have in the center. And what's so great about this is once you have this going every month, when you update your books with what, like what the actuals are, like what actually came in and out of the account, you're going to then compare it to this budget and see how close you are. And then you can then make, make adjustments for the months coming forward if you estimated too much or too little in one of the categories. And this is what you're going to do every month. And so what I think you should do is like the second week of every month. I think you should set aside. I like to do it 
on a Tuesday, like Tuesdays, because Mondays are like nightmares at centers, right? So Tuesday, second Tuesday of the month, I'm just going in and updating my books, making sure everything's done, or if you're a bookkeeper's. And then what I do is I just see where we're at. And if we need to make adjustments, I need to talk about spending, not spending, whatever it is. So when you're creating your budget, it's important to be both realistic and flexible. Keep track of your actual income and expenses throughout the year and adjust the budget as needed. This is really going to help you stay on top of any changes and make more informed decisions because think about it. All year long, you're getting asked to make a donation. You're wanting to go buy something. You're wanting to hire an extra person. You're wanting to do different things. Or you're wanting to increase tuition. How do you even know how to do any of this without a budget? Because it's not good practice to base your tuition increase on a Facebook post saying, what are you increasing this year? Because you really need to pay attention to your budget. And when we use financial software and tools and we set aside an hour a month to just look at this, you can manage your budget more effectively. Programs like QuickBooks and Peachtree can really help you track expenses and generate reports and project all your future revenue expenses. And so what happens in your budget, in your financial planning, I should say, is that you're entering all this information, revenue and expenses, and what it will generate is this profit and loss statement, also known as an income statement. And this is a financial statement that shows a company's revenue and expenses, and it tells you whether you're at a loss or a profit over a period of time. Again, profit is the amount of money in the business earned after subtracting all the expenses from its revenue. In other words, profit is what is left over when you subtract the cost of doing business from the money the business brings in. A positive net income on the profit and loss statement indicates that the business is making a profit, which is desirable. On the other hand, a loss occurs when the total expenses of the business exceeded the revenue. And don't worry if you're there, because we're going to get into that next episode. This just means that the business is spending more money than it's bringing in, and as a result, it's operating at a loss. And a negative net income on the P&L indicates that the businesses experience a loss, which is undesirable, and we'll work on that. It is important to note that the profit and loss are not the only measurements of a business's financial health. Other financial statements, such as the balance sheet, which shows you what the business is worth, and the cash flow, which we just talked about in the budget, provide additional information about the business's financial performance and position. <clears throat> now, I told you we're going to put in some case studies, and I want to talk about my friend Susan, who never wanted to talk about money ever. I was working with a child care center, and I met Susan there. And she was leading the center for this organization. And she was struggling. One of the reasons why they called me was they could never figure out how, to, how much money to increase tuition. And she did not know how much in salaries that they should give. And so they just did what they thought. And they were really struggling at a loss all the time. And this financial uncertainty put a strain on the center's resources and the overall quality of care and provided to the children. Because think about that stress, and they're just always in this reactive mode when there's not enough money. And I'm going to tell you, one of the first things Susan said to me was, I'm not good at math. 
guess what? Neither am I. I can add, but don't put me in a math class in high school or I'll probably fail it. So recognizing the need for change, they reached out to me and Susan decided to take action. And we began focusing on a well-planned budget for her center. And she began to carefully examine her revenue sources and expenses. And soon she realized that tuition definitely was not keeping up with the rising cost of the childcare. So she also discovered that some expenses can be reduced without compromising anything at the center. She worked on this budget with her and her accountant, and they finally felt comfortable with what they had. And then to further improve her center's financial management, Susan implemented a software program because they weren't really doing a budget. And this allowed her to be able to see the budget and see how each month how she did compared to the budget. This made it so much easier for her to make good data-driven decisions, and she regularly reviewed and made adjustments to the budget, and the accountant for the company loved her. With a better understanding of her financial situation, she was able to confidently make decisions about salary increases. We actually planned for them, and we planned how the tuition was going to cover them. She implemented also a merit-based system that rewarded high-performing staff members and offered professional development opportunities to help her team grow and improve because we built it into the budget. And over time, the center's financial health improved significantly. And as a result of the well-planned budget, Susan was able to invest in quality resources for everybody. She created such a positive work environment by implementing staff recognition every single month and was able to build stronger relationships with the families because we built in community events into our budget. The center's reputation grew, leading to increased enrollment, more money, and my favorite, a waiting list for families eager to join. And so you see, Susan came to me nervous and didn't know anything about money, didn't know anything about math. She said that she didn't. And I said, you found the right place because it's not that hard. A budget is simply all the money that you're going to earn for the year and all the money that you're going to spend for the year, revenue and expenses. That's all it is. And a well-planned budget is the foundation of your child care center's financial success. And by carefully considering your revenue sources and expenses and staying realistic and flexible and using a financial tool to help you stay organized, you can set your center on the path to growth and stability. So if you need more support on this, I'd love to work with you on increasing your financial knowledge and implementing these strategies and so much more in the Directors Club. Again, I put the link in the show notes. If you are a member, don't forget to go in the, in the portal under the money training tab and grab this workbook. There's a lot of different things in there for you to, to go along with these three podcasts. So I want you to join us next time as we discuss strategies. We're going to talk about boosting revenue and reducing expenses in our next episode. So make sure that you follow this podcast so that you'll get notified because we're going to delve into practical strategies to increase revenue and decrease your expenses and learn how to make the most of your resources and discover creative ways to boost the bottom line, all while maintaining quality control. So I hope you learned something this week, and I'm looking forward to sharing in episode number two. I'll see you soon. Bye, everybody. 
At the end of every episode, I always feel grateful for the opportunity to connect with you. It's my passion to make your lives easier and help you achieve success in the field. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can find all the relevant links to my social media and other online resources in the show notes below. I encourage you to leave a comment or rate the show to let me know how I'm doing and what topics you would like to hear more about. I wish you a fantastic week and want you to know that I'm cheering you on every step of the way. Thanks for tuning in and I can't wait to connect with you again on the next episode of The Director's Club.